That's a short piece for mandolin and clarinet with the evocative title, Raining 3.50 AM. The piece is by composer Ibo Suboi, and we heard Thomas Piercy on clarinet and Go Michizuki on mandolin. Love that mandolin strumming out the rain. This piece was recorded in Tokyo, Japan, and presented as part of a project called Moments in This Time, put on by Tokyo to New York, which is a concert series founded by Thomas Piercy. Welcome to Relevant Tones. I'm Seth Bosted. I'm going to feature this project and also a similar project by the Los Angeles-based piano duo Hockett, which is Sarah Gibson and Thomas Kotcheff. And their project is called What 2020 Sounds Like. They commissioned 50 composers to write short pieces for an expanded idea of the piano duo, as we'll hear. Both of these projects are fantastic. Uh, they've been a bright spot for me for the last couple of months. I was actually one of the composers in the Moments in This Time project, and it was such a joy to hear that piece, to hear Tom perform it, and to hear all of the other pieces, almost 40 in total. So between that and uh, what 2020 sounds like, it's nearly 90 new commissioned pieces that came out of this difficult year, and the range of creativity is really stunning. So I'm excited to feature interviews with Hockett, uh, with Sarah and Thomas, and also with Thomas Piercy from Moments in This Time, and I'll intersperse those conversations with these wonderful short pieces. Moments in this time opened up with a prayer for peace. I think that was very appropriate. The composer was Mikaku Kitsukawa, and the piece is Hanashizume Requiem, and we'll hear Thomas Piercy on clarinet and Shuichiro Tanaka on piano. They would only let us be in the hall for 20 minutes and then you had to leave and you had to air it out and the whole bit. So this two hour concert took over 12 hours to record. <laughs> so um, it was, and it was crazy hot that day. So when they would open the side doors, all that heat and humidity came in and then the air, it was crazy. Um, but I had all these pieces to play in the, the, festival and was moving them to July. And then as more and more of the 
moments in this time pieces came in. So the other pieces that had already been premiered at some point got kicked off the program. And suddenly there I was with, you know, almost 40 pieces and everything from one minute to 12 minutes. So it turned into a two hour concert. But I thought, as they say, an embarrassment of riches. Because I wasn't, I wasn't going to turn anyone down who wanted to send something in. And if it was longer than one minute, then that was fine. To me, whatever the composers were giving me, I was happy to take it. Did you know, I mean, where did you get the idea to talk to 40 composers? Like, did you have that number in your mind or did it just kind of grow? No, I... I have this list um, of Tokyo to New York composers or composers like you that I worked with, played their pieces, and I, I wrote to about 50. I thought maybe 10 or 15 people would write a one-minute piece, and suddenly they just started coming in and went, wow, okay, there's 10, there's 15, there's 20, oh, shit, there's 30, there's 38. <laughs> wow. So how did, with these pieces, how did you group them? Um, I mean, is, is there a, a kind of a meta, le meta level grouping of, of the different short pieces? That, that was probably the hardest thing. I mean, that was probably harder than learning, learning them. Because um, <clears throat> it was so many. So I then decided, okay, think of it as almost like two con or like a two hour concert but think of it as concert one, concert two. And I knew, it took me a while, but I had figured out which piece I wanted to open with. And I actually, on the video, I call it um, opening. And it's a piece by, it's called opening. And then we play that piece and then go into part one. It's a requiem and a prayer for peace. And just the title itself and the, what it's about is very beautiful, but it's also a very beautiful piece. And then the last piece, it, um, section titled it Closing, and it's a piece with shamisen and clarinet, and it's, it's a call for the sun to rise. Uh, uh, it's based on a northern Japan um, festival where they stay up all night and the musicians are playing and dancing, and it's to call the sun to rise at this uh, once a year festival. And the composer wrote the piece. Uh, the beginning and ending of it is very slow as if the sun is right. And in the middle is a takeoff on one of the festival dances. And I thought this is perfect because just emotionally, we're all waiting for the sun to rise mm -hmm. uh, or better days to come. Then I had in the middle um, the mandolin and clarinet pieces. And then after that, there's some longer pieces, piece with shakuhachi, um, a trio, clarinet, bass clarinet, piece with a long piece uh, for hichiriki and piano. So I put those long pieces there so then in there is like a concert, clarinet and piano, half of it, and solo clarinet, and really thought of those pieces as a concert with their own beginning and middle and end, how I wanted them to be shaped. And then the same thing on the second half. And I had the pieces, you know, on a piece of paper in front of me going, okay, first half, second half, and then looking at it time-wise that it was sort of equal, but also musically equal and, um, you know, happy and sad, happy and sad. So each felt like it could be their own separate concert. That's part of my conversation with Thomas Piercy, clarinetist and the founder and director of Tokyo to New York, who put on this wonderful project, Moments in This Time. Let's have another block of music from Moments in This Time. We're gonna hear four pieces in a row. These are all short pieces. So we're gonna hear Vitals by Alain Neshushin, 
featuring Tom on clarinet and Shuichiro Tanaka on piano. Then him, a nod to Hildegard by Gilbert Galindo, which is uh, Tom on clarinet, Go Michizuki on mandolin, and then a piece called A Little Time in the Alley, Looking at Blue Sky by Miho Sasaki, performed by solo clarinet, so Tom on clarinet, and A Different Road Through the Mountains by Paul Warren, Tom on clarinet, and Shoichiro Tanaka on piano.
Four short pieces from this project, Moments in This Time by Tokyo to New York. We heard Vitals by Alain Neshushin, Him, A Nod to Hildegard by Gilbert Galindo, A Little Time in the Alley Looking at Blue Sky by Miho Sasaki, and A Different Road Through the Mountains by Paul Morin. Our performers were Thomas Piercy, clarinet, Go Muchizuki, mandolin, and Shuichiro Tanaka on piano. Let's turn now to what 2020 sounds like, this wonderful project by Hockett. And I want to start with music, and then we'll talk to Sarah and Thomas. So first up are two short pieces. We're going to hear Ashfield by Annika Sokolovsky for accordion and piano, and then Estampi by Stephen Hartke. This is wonderful. Piano four hands, toy piano, melodica, tambourine, and kick bass drum. Here are Sarah Gibson and Thomas Kotcheff to perform. basically offered 15, 30, or 45 seconds. Um, I would say most of the 45 second people went over a little bit. <laughs> um, but I think the longest we have, Thomas, what is like a minute and a half? Yeah, I think Stephen Harkey did two minutes. Yeah, okay, yeah. And how did Hockett start? Uh, well, we, uh, me and Sarah, we we're both uh, composers and pianists, and we both met as graduate students at USC. First meeting, I guess it was nine years ago. And then we really started Hockett six years ago, really with just both being pianists and playing new music, saying, hey, there's not much music for piano duo out there by living composers. Should we start commissioning some? And then from there, basically grew Hockett. Mm -hmm. How do you feel like doing this project has changed Hockett? I mean, you know, of course, you were focused on live performances before. This is something different. So how did this project really change the way that you go about making music. Yeah, I mean, we still through this year, we're actually, the end of this project actually is going to, rec to record them all again for an album, which we're doing in three weeks. So we're re-recording mm -hmm. all the pieces again. 
uh, we really did the videos for this for that first performance kind of more live style you know like very little editing you know just kind of putting it all together um and more, more performances uh and then we are also uh in the spring got a couple other recording products in the work really focusing on, i guess you know in this time on recording stuff mm -hmm. um and uh yeah i think that's you know my preference would be to go back to where it, it once was, you know, right. pre-pandemic, but also like, yes, we've had to, I mean, just the idea of making 50 performance videos made us have to level up in a way, both uh, with our technology and our social media savviness um, that we had before. And that's really exciting to have that tool going forward. Absolutely. I mean, live is obviously, I mean, there's just like this energy that, you know, is so amazing that you get from that. Um, and I think that we were thinking about that a lot with what 2020 sounds like as far as when we started talking about the project, which I guess was in like early June, um, we were just realizing, I was realizing that it was asking a lot of me to sit down for 30 minutes and watch a show at that point, because, you know, your eyes were just getting so exhausted from zooming for work or whatever you needed to do. And um, that's also why we kind of made the title a hashtag, of course, too, you know, so that it could be more based for these like momentary um, glimpses into a composer's thoughts, you know, and just like it wouldn't be taxing to watch or listen. It would, it would maybe feel more like a break in the day as one might see Instagram or Facebook. Right. Maybe. I mean, I think the, the idea was uh, that it's not uh, a band-aid for the real thing, that it is its own thing in itself. It's just a right. content made to be consumed on social media, and that is all. So when you release the album, are you picturing people listening to a bunch of these pieces all in a row, or is it the, kind of the same idea, a recording of bite-sized pieces, so to speak, that you can come back to as you wish? I think mm -hmm. for me, uh, the entire project has been just about um, like almost like archiving a year and capturing, mm -hmm. you know, what all our colleagues um, just feel and want to write at this moment. And to me, the album is just that one other kind of archival thing where we can reflect back on it five years from now and go, oh yeah, this is what this composer was writing at that time for this project. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's cool. So how did you um, choose the composers and how did the project change as people started sending you pieces? Because inevitably they're gonna have their own input and, and all of that good stuff. Well, I mean, when we first just started the project, I mean, we just made like our dream list, <laughs> you know, and it had, of course, people that we had worked with before and, um, you know, some of our friends from school and things like that. And then people that we've wanted to work with. And um, we just felt like it was a great time to reach out to artists um, in many different ways, meaning just like, you know, here's a chance to do something small and we can build a relationship and like see what this collaborative process is like. And that was really exciting. Yeah, um, I, I definitely wanted to make sure that anyone that I would want to like be in contact with during this time was made contact to like, hey, we're doing this thing, you know, and really mm -hmm. it's about community, this whole project and all of mm -hmm. our friends, you know. Um, so that's basically where we started. And, you know, we've been doing this for a little bit. So we have a lot of friends who do this. And so the mm -hmm. list we wish we, our list was more than 50. We had to cut, mm -hmm. you know, friends of ours and it was, it was awful, but like, you think that is a lot, it's not that much, you know, when you have, <laughs> when you're in this community, it's, it's pretty, you know, vast, you know? So um, it was great to have um, that many people included, you know, as a, as, the, as a good number. And I think it's helpful for Thomas and me that we're both composers and performers because we've met both sides of the coin at like various festivals or schools or that sort of thing. So it just makes that web even greater, um, you know? So it's just always exciting. You know, I hope we all, and I think we always will have 200 people on a list that we always wanna, you know, we're hoping to work with one day. Right, right. Yeah. That's an excerpt of my conversation with the creative forces behind Hockett and this project, What 2020 Sounds Like, Sarah Gibson and Thomas Kotcheff. Let's hear them in action now. Uh, these pieces are pretty short, so I'm going to play a block of six of them. We're going to hear B5013 by Nick DePena, and then Hockett Joined the Meeting by Selka Ojakangas, and then How Small I Feel by Ian Dickey, Turn by Christina Lord, March for Jacob Blake by Jen Xu, and Super Spreader by Maya Miro Johnson. Here is Hockett. 
find that piece really moving, Super Spreader by Maya Miro Johnson. Just the way that it starts so simply and, and spreads, well, I mean, exactly like the virus has done, unfortunately, at, at, at many different events. Uh, so ended that set with Super Spreader by Maya Miro Johnson. We also heard B5013 by Nick DePena. Hockett joined the meeting uh, with that wonderful chime at the opening by Selka Ojakongas. Then How Small I Feel by Ian Dickey. Turn by Christina Lord and March for Jacob Blake by Jen Shu. All of these pieces commissioned by and performed by Hockett, which is Sarah Gibson and Thomas Kotcheff, and part of their What 2020 Sounds Like project. You can find all of these videos. There are 50 of them on YouTube. Hashtag What 2020 Sounds Like. Well worth checking out. The videos are really well done. Music, as, as we've heard, is, is extremely well performed. And it's such an incredible variety of pieces. So uh, same thing with Moments in This Time. There are almost 40 pieces in that project. Also an incredible variety. Speaking of which, let's flip back over to Moments in This Time. Going to do a block of four pieces. So like I said, I was one of the composers, lucky enough to be asked to write a piece for this project. So I'll start this block with my piece, It's Complicated. Uh, which I don't think that title needs any uh, any explanation. Then we're going to move to Serenade for the Last Time by Justin Hung, and then Mirror Rim by Yu Calabara, and then Stasis at Warp Speed by Michael Shell. Here to perform, Thomas Piercy clarinet, Shoichiro Tanaka piano, and Go Mujizuki mandolin. <laughs> Thank you. 
More music from Moments in This Time, project by Tokyo to New York, uh, headed by Thomas Piercy, who we also heard on clarinet. Performing alongside Shoichiro Tanaka on piano and Go Muchizuki on mandolin. And we heard It's Complicated by myself, and then Serenade for the Last Time by Justin Hung, Mirror Rim by Yuku Abara, and Stasis at Warp Speed by Michael Schell. Uh, there's much more music if you go to Tokyo, New York, uh, Tokyo to New York, their YouTube page, Moments in This Time, you can see the whole concert. It's a two-hour concert, uh, but it's been tagged on YouTube with the different pieces. You can go right to the different performances, which I think is a really nice thing. And again, the, the range of performances is absolutely stunning. You can also hear Tom playing on Hichikiri, which is a traditional Japanese wind instrument. Uh, you can hear uh, the shamisen. I'm actually going to play a little bit of uh, Colleen Schmuckall's piece, that Tom was talking about uh, at the end of the program today. But let's turn back to Hockett and this project, What 2020 Sounds Like. Going to hear another block of six pieces. I want to open this block with a really fun piece for two pianos by Juan Pablo Contreras. It's called Maria Chititlan. A uh, really fun outgoing piece, about 45 seconds long. Then we're going to go to Veronica Krauss's piece called Tinkly Windbag, which is a wonderful title. Uh, then Tete a Tete by Linda Dallimore, and then a piece called SSBRI by Vicky Ray. Then a piece that incorporates electronics by Christopher Stark, really nice work, called Les Berricades Quotidiennes. And then we'll uh, finish up this block with Up Down by Catherine Balch. Here's Hockett to perform. <laughs>
That sound in the last piece is Sarah and Thomas uh, running, uh, looks like guitar picks up and down the white keys on the piano. Uh, I, th I think it's a great sound. And then the, the piano comes in. Great idea by Catherine Bulch. The piece up, down. Uh, you have to see the video. So again, go to YouTube, hashtag what 2020 sounds like performed by Thomas Kutcheff and Sarah Gibson from Hockett. And uh, watch these videos. There's 50 of them. They're, they're really fantastic. Uh, it's been a pleasure to feature this project on the program today. So I'm going to go out with one last piece. This is kind of a longer piece. Uh, it's called Call to Sunrise by Colleen Schmuckall. And we heard Tom talking at the very beginning. This is for shamisen and clarinet. The shamisen is a traditional string instrument in Japan. And this is a, a Japanese ritual, uh, the Call to Sunrise, in which there's singing, there's dancing. It represents hope and optimism, uh, which, as Tom said, is something we could all use these days, uh, closing out 2020. And uh, I have one more show I'm going to do this year. And actually, the theme is hope and optimism. So I'm uh, going to post that before the end of the year. Looking forward. Haven't figured out the music yet, but uh, listening to a lot of stuff right now. So this will be a nice segue to that. Uh, for Relevant Tones, I'm Seth Bostead. Thanks so much for listening. Here's Colleen Schmuckall on Shamison and Thomas Piercy on clarinet to perform Colleen Schmuckall's piece, Call to Sunrise.